WMNF Tampa. You are tuned to WMNF. This is the Noon Power Hour. My name is Patro Mabili, and there's a lot of things going on up here at WMNF, and one of those things is a sort of tweaked new schedule, and we're extending public affairs, public interest programming for another hour on weekdays, and this show is called Community Speaks is one of them. My name is Patro Mobili, and, you know, years ago I was part of a program called Community Speaks, and so this is sort of nostalgic for me to bring this particular program back to the public affairs lineup. Community Speaks is going to be an opportunity to give voice to those who feel threatened in this society. And we want to start there today as we look around the world and around this country and around this state at those groups of people, those individuals who feel under threat. There are people who are leaving Uganda right now because of a new anti-LGBTQ law that was passed and signed into law by the president of Uganda, Museveni. And uh, it could have been worse, apparently. He ended up not calling for the death penalty for any kind of gay sex. But it's still scary. It's causing people to leave Uganda right now. We want to hear from those of you that are people who are defying these um, attempts, these attacks, this assault here in the state of Florida and are leaving the state of Florida in droves because you no longer feel comfortable if you're the parent of a child who is gay, lesbian, bisexual, or transgender, especially with the the laws that are going to affect your health care if you're transgendered, is causing people who identify as such to leave the state. And, you know, there has been human rights groups such as the Equality Florida who advocate for LGBTQ rights in this state for many, many years who have uh, called for a travel advisory on the state of Florida. But there are people who have still come here to this state as this month of June is LGBTQ Pride Month and people are defying those laws and coming here to the state where they have for years felt comfortable. But we have a history of these kinds of attacks against the LGBTQ community in this state, even though there has been a tradition of people coming here, feeling free to come here on vacation. And, you know, despite the stigmas, but it seems like there is an attempt in this moment of cultural warfare to drive gay people back into the closet. There have been so much progress as of late uh, with the Supreme Court even allowing same-sex marriage. Uh, but there's always been this tension politically to roll back that progress, not even to let it occur in the first place in the state of Florida. People who were gay could not even adopt children. Uh, and yet all of this is being done using children as political human shields uh, by the right wing in this country. So 
those of you who are here trying to protest or not protest exactly, but to enjoy the month of pride, how have you fared as you have uh, been here and gone out to all of the different events? How have you fared? I would like to hear from you today here on Community Speaks. And on this show, we're going to hear people, we're going to hear the community speak in many different ways. We're going to hear speeches over time. We're going to hear very dynamic speakers come to you as part of the programming here on this show and during this hour. And But we also want to hear from you. The number to call is 813-239-9663. Um, Irene is there in the in the uh, third studio to answer your telephone calls. Be nice, <laughs> but tell us how you feel. Tell us how you fared. Uh, the travel advisory was not necessarily meant to cause a boycott, but to give people consciousness and awareness of what type of legislations they're facing as they come here. Uh, but that's just one group under threat. Lots of people feel under threat in this state, uh, librarians, uh, teachers, people are leaving their careers because of these unconstitutional laws. And a lot of damage can be done while the Supreme Courts of every state make an opinion about each law as they're challenged in courts. And depending on how much, uh, how much how conservative the court is or how much that court wants to politicize itself and cave to a governor such as the one in this state that loves to manipulate the courts. So, you know, we'll see uh, how people fare in the courts on these legislation and whether or not they're considered unconstitutional. But a lot of damage can be done while we wait. People are losing their jobs. People are informing on one another in this state. Uh, look at what's happening in school boards uh, because one parent, and especially if that parent has empowered itself, herself to be on the school board, can cause a whole lot of uh, a whole lot of problems for one teacher who showed a Disney film and then wants to come back and have the superintendent of schools fired. They lost the uh, right wingers on that that uh, Hernando County school board lost on the question of whether or not they're going to fire the superintendent, but they tried and people showed up. People came out in protest and they stayed into the wee hours of the morning until they prevented that from happening. Uh, but how much of a threat do these people continue to pose as they continue to vie for power and position in places where they can do a whole lot of damage to a whole lot of people. Uh, but I'd like to hear from you. We'd like to hear from you right now here on Community Speaks as you tell us how you're faring, how you are navigating these laws. And uh, as people have been invited to move to Florida, people have also felt threatened and want to leave Florida. But where is there, for, uh, is there really to go if these legislations hold up in more and more states? Uh, the fight is going to continue to be national, which is, I think, was the right wings uh, <laughs> that was part of the agenda is to nationalize this culture war issues. And it would seem as if it would be a constant way to keep 
your base engaged. Uh, but we all have to be engaged as we respond to the threats in this state and on this country and on this globe. Uh, I understand that the evangelical right are not only responsible for these laws, uh, they're responsible for the laws that we're seeing coming out of the continent of Africa, uh, such as in Uganda. So, the there's and as I mentioned, there's a history. Uh, the John Birch Society began the moral majority that began to make these uh, impose their will on a society that was intent on keeping the disestablishment rule in force, the separation of church and state, but they continue to impose their will on the laws of the land, which is why they spent so many years uh, attacking uh, abortion and making certain that they continue to try to push for the right-wing nomination of judges, right-wing judges to the Supreme Court. So now that they have control of the Supreme Court, almost nothing is off limits for them to try at least. And so this is part of the, the, the struggle that we're facing as we try to stand in solidarity with one another. All groups who feel threatened should stand in solidarity and that therein lies the power to push back. 813-239-9663. So we can see how you feel about all that is going on not only in your name and in the name of your children. They've come for the women first, of course, uh, but they've come for your children. They've come for for transgendered community. And these are, are really unenforceable laws, such as the bathroom law. Uh, who is going to enforce that? And how do you enforce it? Will people stand outside and look and see and make sure that people... Uh, are comporting with their with their sex that they were born with? How does that even work? How do you enforce such laws? Are all of it just intended to get a reaction and rile up the base and continue to provide a path for power for those who want to roll back the clock? Uh, but all of these right-wing movements, we've had the Johns Commission here in Florida years ago. We've had Anita Bryant try to use... <laughs> her position as a, the winner of a pageant, Miss America pageant, to use her voice, lend her voice to a right-wing movement against gays in the state of Florida back in the 70s. So we've got a long history of this, and we've had to always stand in solidarity with those who are under threat. And now is no different. 813-239-9663, because I want to hear from the community. The community is one the word community is one of my most favorite words in the English language or in any language. It comes from the the word communis in France and, and old Latin, but it means owned in common. It means uh this is something that we we do in common. Uh we organize ourselves in various communities, uh but there's always re- reasons for solidarity. And uh it's gonna be interesting to be on a weekday and be able to, to talk about all of these issues and to give some kind of analysis to it and to hear from your voices. People I ra- that I rarely get to hear from is I've been on the weekends, uh, but coming on the weekdays would be interesting uh, once again to get to know this community and for the community to sound off on how they're feeling. Uh, so 
I want to hear from you today, 813-239-9663. And you can also write us at WMNF.org. And, of course, you know, people of color, especially black people, have always felt under threat. Now is no different. And uh, later this month, WMNF, along with most of the, this country, and plus uh, this nation is now considered a, a holiday, and that is we'll be celebrating Juneteenth here on June 19th. And we'll be talking about the uh, the history of freedom and empowerment and the, the struggle to maintain a voice and to maintain those freedoms uh, because there's always an attempt to roll it back, to roll back the clock. So, you know, it's going to be high time to continue to do that. And uh, But it requires people standing in solidarity with one another. It requires people understanding how they're feeling, how they feel threatened, and, and give people their voice so that people will know how you know, how just how power, how empowered they are. Uh, 813-239-9663. Looks like this phone lines were starting to light up and uh, looks like we lost them. But call back. Want to hear from you. We want to know how you feel, how you are feeling in this moment, in this crucial moment in state history as people are trying to accumulate power by disempowering you by disempowering the community by disempowering various communities uh turning people on one another the fact that a that a school board member informed on a teacher over a disney movie uh is is a new low for me and if disney <laughs> a disney movie movie can be considered something pornographic and or something too much for a child i mean who's who really feels that way? And, you know, it, it seems like, of course, truth is doesn't matter to a certain sector of the society politically. It doesn't matter. And people continue to want to use lies and innuendo to continue to separate people. All for what? All for their personal power. But it is time for community power. That's what this show is going to be about. 813-239-9663 is the number to call. Want to hear from more of you. Uh, got one person on the telephone right now, though, uh, that wants to talk to me about empowerment. Go ahead, call her. You're on Community Speaks. Hi. Hi. I just wanted to call and tell you those are wise words, joining together all the uh, groups, because together we're very powerful, and I think that the fascist playbook is to count on division and apathy. And I wanted to, um, I was just listening to you talk, and I didn't really want to interrupt you because I think that's probably why people aren't calling. You're doing a great job all by yourself. But uh, my name is Twinkle. I was born here in Florida. I was born in Sarasota, and um, I'm a musician. And I, I just am watching this play out. And when we were in high school, I remember saying, how did the fascist thing happened? How did the Nazis happen? We were dumbfounded that it could become what it had become. And we, in our brains, thought, well, now that we've conquered that as humans, it will never happen again. And to be at this age now and think, wow, I'm watching how that happened. It's little bits at a time, take these rights away and, you know, uh, convince people right. that this is for moral whatever. And and then I saw this really great, I wanted to tell you and your listeners, 
this really great documentary. Rick Steves is a travel dude on PBS. Yes. And but he made the most wonderful um, documentary about fascism, and I think it's called The Story of Fascism, and it it shows Mussolini and then and Hitler, and it, but the playbook is the same. Yeah. Using the church as a thing, you know. So you're watching this, and your mind is blown because you're watching this exact same pamphlet of how to do a fascist takeover, and it's straight out of the book. It's fascinating. So I encourage you guys to watch yeah. it. But you, I, I love listening to you. Um, this is a good placement for your show, I bet. So good luck, and uh, thank you for all you're saying. And community is also one of my favorite words. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I just love, like, through music, I play to people, and they're from all walks of life and all political backgrounds, but together as through music, I mean, nobody's talking about that. We're just right. all people standing for each other, taking care of each other, and then it's a wonderful way to look at things as we're all in this together, not right. us and them. Right. And, and, and I think you asked the question, how did this happen? I think that these people on the right were watching the same things we were watching and yeah. learning from it. Taking notes. Yeah. <laughs> but I think musicians are very powerful. I think you have an, uh, that that gives you a way into the thinking centers of all humanity. Yeah. And I think music musicians are going to probably save the day. Yes, right on. <laughs> well, I love you and your show, and uh, I'll be listening always. Thank you. And Timothy. as always, I love our community radio station. We are incredibly blessed to have this station. Yeah. A huge fan. Yes. All right, honey. Have a great day. Thank, Thank you. you. You too, Twinkle. Bye. Bye-bye. Musician. And, you know, that's why, you know, music and news is, is important to this community radio station. 813-239-9663 is the number to call. But we just needed another hour during the weekday to talk to you. And Community Speaks is going to be dedicated to that, to empowering your voices, those whose voices feel like I said, under threat, and that's exactly what fascism does. It threatens all of us. It 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 seeks to roll back uh, the power that isn't the traditional power. It seeks to to roll back the clock, and we can't we can't go to sleep on that possibility. That's how this thing continues to happen: is the apathy, uh, the fact that you know, no matter how outrageous they are, we we think that there's a more there's a an equivalence even to those who are, who are fighting for the common good. And that's what we should be fighting for. That's what it should be all about. 813-239-9663. If you can please give Irene your name and where you're calling from so I can shout out your 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 city. <laughs> give us a call at 813-239-9663. This is Community Speaks. My name is Patrick Mabili. And as you know, we have a lot of... Uh, information that we cover for you, but I do want to just sit and talk with you today. Uh, we have been watching developments in Atlanta as well, uh, from the, in the state to our north, bordering this, this, this state, and uh, we've been watching the protests around Cop City. As you heard during the NPR news break, uh, there's, there's this, uh, this, there's this going to be there's this major protest going on uh, against uh, something in Georgia that is called Cop City, which is going to be sort of like a a, uh, a place to train cops. Uh, 
So police have been really using militaristic uh, force against the protest that is sparked up because of it. They staged a SWAT-like raid on Wednesday uh, uh, last week during this uh, protest that was called the Atlanta Solidarity Fund, uh, which was uh, intended to help get people out of jail, protesters who were jailed out of jail and uh, arresting three of its members. The fund, which is operating in Atlanta since 2017, has helped some of the protesters so far facing charges linked to protests against Cop City. And nearly all of them, almost all of them, have been bailed out. But they tried to level a terrorism charge on these protesters uh, using the, <laughs> the that particular term when, you know, there's mass shooters in this country. These, these people refuse to call terrorists. So, again, we, we, we see this playing out once again. Um, this uh, unprecedented arrest of organizers at a Bella Defense Fund that has helped some of these people arrested while protesting against this, what is a multi-million dollar police and fire department training center planned for Southeast Atlanta. 813-239-9663. How are you navigating this legislation here in Florida? Uh, what is your hopes or fears for the future? 813-239-9663 is the number to call if you have something to say about all of this. I'm really interested in how people who have come here during Pride Month are, are faring. 813-239-9663. You can write me Write me, DJ, at WMNF.org. And go ahead, call her. You're on Community Speaks. Yes, call her. That's you. 813-239-9663. Go ahead, call her. Sharon from Palmetto. Are you on Community Speaks? Yeah, hi. I want to talk about a couple things. One is uh, the perception that, that, that church and state, the separation of church and state, means that your that your belief system can't influence your politics. And and then the other thing I want to talk about is is the use of language and, and that morality uh when earlier when you were talking about the school board mm-hmm. direct uh district person, you said empowered herself. Mm-hmm. And and when you become a when you're elected, you don't empower yourself into that position. You're empowered by the people who elected you. But that, that, does that mean to do anything you want to do? No, no. But, but, but the, the perception that she empowered herself isn't there. She was elected to that position. And, and the law that, that made it illegal was, was passed by other people. It wasn't a dictate. It was, it was, it, there was support for that law. When we talk about there being fascism, that's when somebody just dictates something. It's not when they're elected to pass legislation. And that's what's not fair about the way the GOP is being treated about these laws. It's not fascist if they're elected by, by constituents who want this legislation passed. Well, obviously, she went too far, and that's when it becomes more like fascism. You, you, elections no, uh, what, are used what, by fascists what, as well. What, 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 what 
2-4 is decided by the law, not by somebody arbitrarily. And the law became that you couldn't show that, that, that film. And the teacher was responsible for knowing that. And she said, oh, I didn't know that the law got changed to cover my... It, she was responsible for knowing that. It's not arbitrary. Yeah, but and we so can... the teacher... The teacher complaining about, I mean, the school board district member complaining about it had the law on her side. It's not true that she took it too far. The law was there. It's an objective standard. Uh, we have to look at the uh, way that all came down in terms of which rule was broken, because I think there was a list of, of movies that were allowed. And I don't know if that no, was not what, one no, of them or not. No, what happened there was that the, the law changed to cover all grade levels, that it couldn't include anything that had any mention uh, of, of alternative lifestyle. Don't say gay. The That's law, right. <laughs> uh, well, okay, so the law changed to include all school levels, and this teacher failed to know that. And so she showed the film anyhow, and it's not, it's not too far when it's, your school... Mm -hmm. I mean, what it's it's unfair to say about the school district uh, elected board member. It's unfair to say she took it too far when that's what the law is there for. It's not her taking it. Well, I just don't understand. What I don't understand when I mentioned taking it too far, I was talking about the firing of the of the superintendent. Her and one other as a school board member were the only ones who voted to fire him and the rest of the school board, which was in their right to vote, no, don't fire him. So when I mentioned just the fact that she tried to go after the superintendent for this one incident and the fact that you're informing, I mean, all of these years, Disney has been an example. Students have been watching, watching movies in school, not every school. Now we have these new rules because of these conservative move, uh, members. And now it seems like they are going overboard in enforcing unnecessary law. Even though okay, you're well, saying they're law, they were overboard. Your, but it's your idea that the law is unnecessary. And here's the situation. We had materials that had never been filtered by anyone that school teachers were bringing in. They could bring in religious material. They could bring in a book about, about swingers if they wanted to. They could bring in anything they wanted. And that came to people's attention. And those people said, hey, wait a minute, we need to filter this stuff. And that's pretty reasonable to want, to want there to be a filter on what public schools make available. And instead of waiting for that process to happen and seeing, and, and, and the moral is it's available. That's, they, they are allowed to have an objection to something because we're not supposed to be promoting any moral lifestyle. A teacher can't get up there and say that premarital sex is a sin because that's moral stuff. They can't they can't promote their morals either. Nobody's supposed to be promoting their morals in public schools. And I can guarantee you now that this is a slippery slope that we are going to see all types of things being uh, investigated. People informing on each other because of what they consider something. Uh, wrong being said. I think that's what's new. We didn't we didn't live like this before. You say it's unfair. I just say it's overboard. It is way overboard and unnecessary, and it is political because but, this but, has all started because of the governor trying to put so are, political are labels you, on on people you, running for school boards. That didn't happen before. 
Mm-hmm. Are you okay with heavily religious material being available in the schools? No, and that's the other thing you said. I, you know, we can't, you shouldn't because then, right. you know. You, so, because it's against the law. It's against right? the law. The you but you said it, that right? that's over. You said that's overblown, no, didn't you? No, I didn't say it was overblown. I said that prior to there being some mm-hmm. process, anything could have been there. And so some portion of our society, the majority of the people in our state, voted for someone who passed legally. No, I, I understand that. I'm talking, about, I'm talking about the different, the, the separation between church and state. You're saying that we have a, a misunderstanding of that? Well, we have a separation, but you are allowed to have your religious or your moral viewpoints inform and make your decision your political decisions yeah. you're allowed to vote for someone because they they're against slavery you're allowed to vote for someone because they're against abortion that is completely that you're you're allowed that's that's permitted and you're allowed to say i'm voting for you for this religious reason and people get this idea that you're supposed to that you, you don't have to hide that you don't you don't have to say I don't want that material in the school because it's again because I'm against it morally. Yeah, you can't you, know, you can't deny somebody's religion, but you just can't establish it. That's that's what the law says. Uh, we've talked a long time. I do have other callers that I want okay, to get to. Okay. But, yeah, go ahead. And I appreciate your call. You said that we're being unfair to the conservatives who the Republicans who feel like that they should go and. And rum, rustle through all of the school materials to make sure that we haven't been all of these years allowing pornographic material to the students. And if one parent complains, then all students should be denied it. Go ahead, caller Steve from Tampa. Turn down your radio and talk to me. You want to talk about police? Uh, yeah, actually. Can you hear me all right? I've turned the radio down. Yes. I hear you fine. Okay. I was going to, I was going to comment on, um, you know, over the last five or ten years, for a variety of reasons, uh, the U.S. military um, and some state governments have sold either used or old or obsolete, um, if you will, SWAT, you know, uh, armored tank trucks, battering rams. And, you know, this has resulted in a lot of cops playing, like, SWAT TV shows. And... That's, you know, people die as a result of that. There, in many cases, you get the sense that people get amped up, and I understand what an adrenaline rush is. And then one thing leads to another, innocent people die. But listening to the last caller, one thing that strikes me on the, uh, you know, advent of your new show, when somebody starts talking the same thing for more than three minutes, you know, free up the line. And here's what I'd like to, and I'm going to keep my comment short. I happen to be a lawyer. Don't judge me. I retired from active practice six or seven years ago. I got certified to teach math, science, and history in a Title I school. It happened to be Van Buren. Now it's Carter G. Woodson. So I have four years as somebody 60-plus years old in the system. I will tell you, the librarians, they know every book in that library. Right. The teachers, they pay extremely close attention to district rules and protocols. And as a lawyer, and maybe your prior caller was a lawyer, 
as a lawyer, the notion that, well, the laws changed and it's perfectly clear is uh, that comes from Google University, right? <laughs> and, and I would tell you, you know, for people who've gone on from Google University to get a professional, the notion that the laws are clear, that many of the laws in Florida have been written to be deliberately vague. Alternative mm-hmm. lifestyle, what does that mean? Right. If I like if I like aromatherapy and I have a foot fetish, that, is that an alternative lifestyle? Right. Is, that something that, is that something that shouldn't be on the library shelves? Right. Are people who do paleo diets and scream against eating meat, is that something that should be taken off the shelves? And, you know, that's it. I, you know, I'm going to cap it, but whenever you look at somebody saying that they want to restrict prohibit or improve somebody else in the name of God or Christ. Mm-hmm. You can see it all throughout history. They point to something they claim is bigger and they kill people. Uh-huh. That's it for me. Bye-bye. All right, Steve. Thank you. Those are some sobering words. We're going to go to Dave in North Tampa. This is Community Speaks, and I want to hear from you. 813 9663 is the number to call. You can write me, dj at wnf.org. Dave from North Tampa, you want to talk about elected officials. Go ahead. Yeah, can you hear me? Yes, sir. Okay, hey, my name is Dave, and um, I just wanted to share, and mostly regarding the woman's, um, the, the woman's talking. Um, you know, there's a thing called minority opinion, and um, something got lost somewhere along the line. Remember way back when Mitt Romney was running? Mm-hmm. And he went to, <laughs> he was here at Avala in Tampa. And then the next day he went over and he did his speech in Miami. But somebody had a camera in their briefcase. And um, <laughs> he goes, I don't care about the other 47%. Yeah. <laughs> and and that getting out on the news, just that alone, pretty much wiped out his shot at the presidency. Yeah. <laughs> because people, people don't want to hear that kind of thing. And when the woman says that they were elected, like our current Hillsborough County Board of Commissioners, because they were elected, they have a mandate to do whatever the hell they want for the next <laughs> three years. Uh, I don't really think so. <laughs> so yeah. There's pushback um, against that kind of thinking. And you can say, well, the Democrats do it, too. But I'm terribly sorry. I don't see too many Democrats coming and removing our state's attorney. I don't see um, too many places where the Democrats have gone into a school en masse screaming about pornography as they did at the Hillsborough County Public School Board meeting. Um, Fifty speakers, one after another, reading ridiculous things out of books that actually, when you turn 16, (laughs) I don't know about you, but I was allowed to go to R-rated movies without my mommy and daddy. (laughs) So, I mean... That's that's what they're reading. They're not reading stuff that's in in in, in kindergarten. They're not uh, kids are not being indoctrinated in, in the sense that that woman was talking about. Um, where is the common sense? And I'm glad that this show is here um, uh, because this stuff really needs to be discussed. And and that woman was misrepresenting the facts. She said that up in Hernando in that school board meeting that um, she was she was backed up by the law. No part of the law. The woman, the teacher, got parental permission from all the students in the class, which would have meant her to begin with, if she told her kid to go or not. And it was one parent with one student who happened to be on the school board who was making a fuss about it, and everybody else is fine. So so where is the democracy in that? Exactly. She she said she didn't carry it too far. I say um, the teacher was fine in in the way she handled it. Thanks for letting me talk. Thank you, Dave. Thank you for calling. 
Well, how do you feel? 813-239-9663. Who's being unfair here? Who's really being unfair with the law? Give me a call. Let me know what you feel. David David from Tampa has an opinion on Don't Say Gay, the controversy with Don't Say Gay. Go ahead. Dave, you say what? Hey, Nabili. Hey, it's good to hear you on the uh, Mondays. Like, this is great. Yeah, thank you. And I'm hearing a little echo on my end, so hopefully I can talk okay. But I just wanted to say with that lady who called earlier, you know, that they voted for um, DeSantis because they support fascism, in my opinion. They support censorship. Mm. And um, and I don't think it's, it's just the, the Republicans that are to blame. The Democrats didn't actually show up to vote, you know, for the last uh, governor's election. And the Times has written extensively about that. So... So we yeah. handed him a mandate. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Handed it to him, yeah. Well, I mean, it's plus he made difficult. it a little difficult. He made it very difficult in a lot of places. Took out one of the Democratic districts completely. Yeah. So, I mean, even if some Democrats didn't show up, there were a lot of forces at work to suppress the vote. Yeah, that's true. But we still need to take the initiative to show up and vote. Well, certainly. Definitely. I wanted to mention something, too, about Shannon Rodriguez, the um, the kind of firebrand uh, school board member from um, Hernando. She um, She's really grandstanding with this whole thing. I mean, I don't think she really – I don't know if she even really cares she, about it. She, she really cares about herself. <laughs> so right. it just drives me, drives me nuts. That's, and I just wonder. I mean, I'm certain that she knew – there would be some movies showing if it was that important, why didn't she take the extra initiative? I don't know. It sounds like there she just saw an opportunity. Well, look at what she Political said after. I mean, she's she's just basking in this attention. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but look at the damage that's being done. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you, David. Thanks. Eight one three two three nine nine six six three. Is the number to call. A lot of you are on the phone to give me your opinion about especially what's happening down at school boards and uh, especially that particular parent. Go ahead, Christine from Tampa. You say what? The parent signed the permission slip, so I don't know where she gets off complaining since she was very much aware of what her child was seeing in school that day. I was a teacher for 24-plus years. I taught children with special needs from pre-K all the way up to high school. I can tell you there was never a curriculum that favored one group, but I can tell you I had students tell me I couldn't be a Jew because I didn't have horns. Oh, my goodness. I turned that into a joke of, like, yes, I do. They're just invisible because they're holding up my invisible halo. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. (laughs) I mean, what else are you going to say to a second grader who thinks all Jews should have horns, you know? Right. He's just parroting somebody else. Yeah, Yeah, obviously. And the fact that we can ban a book based on one parent's opinion that because it's written by a black writer, it's necessarily bad— what the heck? That is just mm-hmm. scary to me. Mm. And I, I went through some books because I could, you know, as a teacher, I walked into classrooms that weren't even furnished. So I had to get 
my own stuff. And wow. I'm looking at some of my books thinking, oh my gosh, these are probably banned now. One of them is How Are You Peeling? Food with Mood. How dare we teach about, you know, emotional vocabulary. And yet, if as a teacher, I had to be very aware of um, giving my kids emotional vocabulary and right. how people without emotional vocabulary do not have good outcomes in life. Hmm. But, you know, we forget about that right. problem. So hmm. I'm, I'm just glad that I'm no longer a teacher, but I'm very concerned about our society at large. Right. It's, 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 it's really amazing to me how anybody can navigate these very vague draconian laws that they are suddenly faced with. And, you know, I'm sorry, there is such a thing as civil disobedience, good trouble, hmm. when, and, and just because it's law doesn't make it right. That's right. And there needs to be, that's why we have checks and balances. Yep. Anyways, I need to run, but thank you for letting me have my time on air. Thank you, Christine. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And uh, more of you, we, you know, look how time flies. We are almost through this hour. You have a lot to say. 813-239-9663. Talking about a lot of things, especially the, the political climate especially in schools. And right now, Emilio from Hudson has something to say about restrictions on school materials. Go ahead, Emilio. You say what? Yeah, thank you for taking my call. Mm -hmm. So when we're talking about restrictions on school materials, we have to understand that there's a lot of nuance there, right? They're trying to have this broad sort of overreach on materials from first grade all the way to whenever they're going to stop. Some of the material that's age appropriate for higher grades might not be age appropriate for lower grades. That's fair. But all material is rated before it reaches schools. That's why there are already books that don't go into schools. Right. Right. And to tighten these restrictions on that material based on the representation of quote-unquote, alternative lifestyles is pretty asinine. I I don't know where alternative lifestyles start and regular lifestyles end, right? Right. Um, You know, I'm in a hetero-romantic relationship with a person that happens to be trans. Is that an alternative lifestyle? We're both, we're a man and a woman, but, you know. So, aside from that, you have to really understand that Representation matters, especially when you're younger and you don't have the vocabulary to express your self-identity. Right. Yeah. And taking away options from all people, not just children, but all people, Hmm. to learn more about themselves and what they're feeling, especially when going through something like puberty in the higher grades, when they don't know what they're feeling and whether or not it's normal, whether or not it's right, that causes them a lot of stress, a lot of confusion. And we've already got enough of that in the school. <laughs> That's right. You're, you're making it harder for people to feel comfortable anymore, especially children, to talk. They go to right. people and talk about what they might be going through. And as far as the legal implications of these things go, 
like you said earlier, it is a slippery slope. And as vague as the law gets, the more it can be abused. And just right. because someone is voted for doesn't mean that what they intend to implement is or is not fascist. Clearly, go ahead. Oh, yeah, no, go ahead. They, they, clearly, they can use these vague laws to go after their political uh, enemies without looking like they're going after their political enemies. Yeah, it's all about um, changing the narrative which the Republican base uh, is great at, and moving the goalposts. Mm. They don't want to listen to the truth. They don't want to tell you the truth. They just want to tell you their version of the story and make that the truth. Yeah. We've been seeing it for a couple of years now and reporting on you know, the activities of other teachers, other faculty members. That rings similarly to a lot of different reporting services we've seen over the years that wound up getting flooded with fake tips. So I don't know why they keep resorting to these kinds of uh, methods, but that's all I have to say. All right, Emilio, thank you. Thank you for calling in and saying it. 813-239-9663 is the number to call. We're running out of time, but you still got time to call. 813-239-9663. My name is Patrick Mobili, and this is the new schedule we've started an extra hour each weekday and this show is called community speaks and i want to hear from you go ahead desiree from brandon you say what hi um so on the don't say gay bill the expansion beyond third grade uh was this year so that first caller who kicked us off um saying the teacher knew what was not what was and was not allowed is I believe false since the expansion would only kick in for the coming school year. Um, since I, and then regarding the, uh, like all the people who are reporting this stuff, I saw a news article that said um, the majority of complainants are serial reporters and it's about 11 people who are just taking the time to report every single thing. And most things are reported by like one-off issues. Um, well, I'm, I'm as far as the movie is concerned, the Disney movie, this is what's wrong in my mind. What's wrong with all of this is that there, the, the teacher said there was a bigger issue that the movie was about. It's just one little small subplot of a, of a boy having a, a crush on some other boy. But the movie was about ecology or something having to do with the environment. And so the bigger issue gets lost now because this movie is, is banned because one parent didn't like that subplot. And exactly. this is what the law is protecting. And like the thing with the movie in general is that a lot of people were complaining, hey, this movie didn't even advertise. They didn't advertise it. They're trying to quash it in the first place before it can even get off the ground. And with a lot of movies where, um, you know, rainbow capitalism that have an aspect of, you know, queerness, they don't even advertise it. It's about one second um, in the entire movie and say, oh, we have representation, but it's enough. To not be enough, but it's also enough to like take off all these controversies and you know edit it out and everything. Right. Um, so I'll get off the air now. Try to give everyone else a turn. 
<laughs> All right. Thank you, Desiree. Thank you for calling. Have a nice day. You too. Gives us an opportunity to really delve deep into what's really going on there. Go ahead. Art from Largo. You say what? Oh, I say welcome, Billy. I am your biggest fan. <laughs> Thank you, And Art. I remember you years ago when you first started as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And let me tell you, just by accident, we were turning to WMNF, and I said, that's my Billy. And my wife says, I don't think so. I said, I know his voice. <laughs> and, so I, and so I'm so happy that you're sponsoring this program. And I just want to say that um, this lady who said we need to filter stuff, well, the stuff is being filtered by our governor. And it's not for the common good. It's for a particular good of certain people, right. religious and political. So it's not for the common good. And that's why... This stuff should not be filtered. I just want to make that comment. Yes. Well, thank you, Art. You're welcome. And by the way, will you be on one day a week or how how often? Yes, it's one day during the week. And, um, of course, I, I still show up on Sunday Forum on Sundays. Yes, I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, thank you for being there. And thank you, WMNF, for finally giving you what you deserve. Thank Take you, care. Art. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, you probably got a few more minutes to call. If you want to call, 813-239-9663. You can write us at DJ. Uh, let's see. There's been some people who've written uh, us up here about uh, all of this. And um looks like uh, just uh, pretty much people who are commenting on on just the direction Everything is, has been going as of late. But as I said, we need solidarity. It's really, that's the response. That's the pushback. Solidarity. All elements of the oppressed can come together and recognize that you got the power. You're the ones with the power. And all you have to do is recognize it and act on it. Uh, there are a lot of people who are hoping that you're just going to feel uh, disaffected and not act on it while they continue to, to be the political actors that we don't want. Uh, and elections don't make you all of a sudden just mandate to do what you want. One person has written that to say Mussolini was elected at first, too. <laughs> but it was still fascism. Yeah, the Batista regime in Cuba before Castro's revolution, he was elected as well. Uh, that's why he, he stormed the, the president who actually won and became the dictator. So, yeah, elections are used by those who have bad intentions, fascist intentions at heart. Uh, but if you want to have the last word, maybe you still got some time to call 813-239-9663. And, uh, but otherwise, look forward to hearing uh, from me on Mondays because this is going to be the day we get the week kicked off every week talking to you here on Community Speaks. So, you know... This is the this is going to be appointment radio. I promise you, you're going to hear great speakers. You're going to hear people who have a historical perspective here. You're going to want to tune in and listen to uh, the voice of protest, the voice of dissent and the people who, you know, professors and others who are going to bring the analysis to let us know that there's always historical precedent that we can learn from. And the idea is, you know, we can't continue to repeat history by forgetting it uh, just because they don't want 
to teach it in history classes anymore. But the fact of the matter is, if history doesn't repeat itself, it certainly sometimes rhyme. And that's the reason why we have to stay on top of it. We have to always have a space to talk about it. We have to be able to bring some truth into the marketplace of ideas because we're surrounded by disinformation. We're surrounded by people who are apparently using disinformation and and dumbing people down for political to accumulate political power and you know once they get the power then they get the money and i guess that's how it works in their head but we are going to look forward i'm going to look forward to coming in here talking to you every monday at noon so that we can have these types of discussions taking your telephone calls reading your emails listening to your voices and the voices of the communities under the sound of this voice but this is also about the global community you could always tune in wmnf.org and engage with us globally we learn from one another and uh, the fight is a big one the fight is a long one and we have to maintain that solidarity we're going to win so keep it tuned right here More great programming coming your way here on WMNF for the rest of the day. But keep it tuned. It will get another news update from National Public Radio News. And we'll get uh, more information about what's happening in Atlanta uh, with the protest against Cop City. So keep it tuned right here to WMNF. You got to stay up to date with everything that is happening. And, of course, get some great music to boot. This is Ben Community Speaks. My name is Patrick Mobili. Stay tuned. WMNF Tampa. More music. WMNF Tampa, where we don't test our programming on animals. We know the universe loves good music and the truth. This is Roger McGuinn, and my favorite station is WMNF, Tampa, Florida. Hey, this is Alejandro Escovedo, and I'm hanging out at Skipper's After Hours.